Queerness is not a monolith. We are but a small representation of our fabulous community. Thoughts expressed in this podcast are meant to inform, entertain, and provide context in a world full of sound bites and chaotic headlines. The goal? To create a safe space to educate ourselves and our community, learn from our guests, and provide comfort for those out there who may not have an outlet of queer expression. This is Queer Context. Hello and welcome to Queer Context, a podcast where two queer Texans talk queer shit about queer topics in, yes, queer Texas. I am here with my co-host. He is the (laughs) gay Obi-Wan Kenobi of the Alito, Texas School District. What the It is Tyler. (laughs) Wow. Okay. And he is the chamoy to my mangonada, Roger. Hi. Hi. You okay? I'm okay. There were just a lot of specific names to that intro. (laughs) Yeah, I know. This is what happens when you make them up on the way here. Yeah, you're right. Right, right. Um, Well, we're very excited to welcome, and this is why that intro is the way it is. Yeah, absolutely. Very excited to welcome our first, uh, our first guest, our guest today. Um, she was named the Miss Rose Room Rising Star of 2019 and is a... For ro- two years running. Two year- wow. <laughs> or was it three? Two and a half. There two we and go. Half. Yeah. And is a rotating cast member at JR's and the Rose Room in Dallas. It is Blue Valentine. Hello. Hello. That sounds a lot more official whenever you say it like that. So it's because I'm using it gives, my podcast. I feel like it gives me a lot more credit. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. you sound very <laughs> professional. Yes. So, um, hi. A lady. Hi. How are you? I'm great. I, I'm on, I feel like the set's made for me because it's two blue chairs and a blue couch. And so I like it. It's comfortable. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We did Um, that for you. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I, well, I requested it. So. Yeah. Yeah. In a writer. (laughs) Yeah. It was in my writer. For the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I please, if you're a guest on this podcast, please do not send us (laughs) your writer. Don't send us a writer. Don't send us a writer. We'll provide booze, but we will. That's a, that's the extent. <laughs> well, I'm very excited because I've actually have never met you in person. I know. It, so this is like a first meeting on a podcast. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it is. Okay, cool. We've emailed. Yeah, you've sent me a check for like a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love that. <laughs> yes. Did you get it in time? Yeah, Are I did. <laughs> already off on a good foot. <laughs> no. We have. That was um, the easiest gig of my life. Listen, I was, <laughs> I, and it was a. Re- okay, that was so, the. What is. Explain it was, the gig. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So it was last year um, for Trinity Pride Fest, the ver- uh, our, our hybrid virtual right, in right. person, uh, a community rebounds. Yeah. And you provided a video. I sure did. For, uh, for, the, po- for, um, for the podcast, for the uh, presentation. And uh, it was a video you the had set already design. done. <laughs> exactly. The, the set it design was, was impeccable. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yes. The, my apartment right next to UNT was The it parking was garage was yeah. <laughs> Really gave itself, lent itself to the Stark song. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, I guess I had already known that Tyler, that you and Tyler yeah. had known each, know each other. And so when I sent a message to Tyler saying, I want to use Blue's video and it was a welcome to the black parade mm-hmm. like I, it fits into where the story is happening in the video with the the uh people that we interviewed and it sort of became this weird kind of documentary with drag performance that's kind of mm-hmm. cool uh, but i was like yeah. it's beautiful and and i really was i was looking through so many queens from the dfw area yeah. and to see what videos they had already made yeah 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 
for uh, during this virtual drag, you know, during the pandemic, you know, doing this virtual drag. And I said, I think I want to use Blue's video. Mm-hmm. And Tyler was like, that's my baby. <laughs> Yeah, it's so true. this is very exciting. Yeah, me. actually, I'm excited. I've seen you perform live. <laughs> okay, but I'm now. I'm like very yeah. excited to see you. Cool. I'm, ex- I'm happy to be here. I, I feel like I'm on like daytime television. <laughs> right? like, like I'm <laughs> the lights, the camera, the microphones <laughs> right in your face. Um, yeah. So I think we should go over how we know each other. Okay. Um. Uh. Wait. Yeah, we need to address it. There's. A <laughs> There's a lot of rumors going around. There's so many There's, rumors yeah, going around. This is air. your opportunity to clear this up. This Tell your own story. <laughs> Once and for all. Um, uh, the year was... 2016? You graduated yes. in 19? No, I graduated in 18. But okay. the year I took your The year class was 2016. Was uh, and it was the first week of school. <laughs> and I got my fresh batch of students. And... Uh, I noticed that this class especially was pretty gay. Yeah. They were. Oh, that period in specific. Yeah. What? No. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, well, in general, because you had. Well, the thing is, is that it was pretty gay because we all took like, your I'm class about because we knew you were a gay teacher. And we were like, grade. well, I want to. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 Me, Brayson, Logan, yeah. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Such Texas names. I oh, know, yeah. Right. Grayson, Logan, Brayson. Oh, a lot of sons. Yeah. Brayson, Logan. Mm. Um, anyway, so Matt, uh, Blue is my former student. Yeah. That's I so was crazy. her teacher. You were literally my, just to make it clear to everyone, Tyler was my AP US history teacher Come junior on, year. Come mm-hmm. yeah. I did. I was, I sucked at history, but I really wanted to meet him. So I took the AP class. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I, I calculated it. I was like, I'm going to take his class. That's fine. I, uh, <laughs> I love it because I, every year I had a lot, like, especially this last year mm-hmm. I taught. I had a ton of them and that students and it's so fun. I like it because I don't remember you were a good student, but I was uh, a lot of students come in because they just want to take the class or they want to be in the class with me. And a lot of them are just C students and they don't ever want to make more than a C and everybody else in AP is so anal retentive and about being mm-hmm. an A and a B. And a lot of them, I'd be like, you got to see, you got to get that up. And they'd be like, eh, I'm good. But uh, there would be a whole group of them that I'd just be like, okay, cool. You're here for the you're here for the party. <laughs> you're like, sorry, my person. Sorry, just everyone wants to flock to me. My personality yeah, is just so sorry. That I'm, little sorry I'm a cool Jedi. teacher. Girl. <laughs> Girl. But yeah. Yeah. And then I was your aide senior year. Which was I, great. Because I had a free period and I was just like, I know, like, I'll just go chill in his room for Yeah. Hour. That's very cool. Literally yeah. the whole And we would have, we, he would, you would give me such like little inspirational, like nuggets and stuff mm-hmm. like every day. What? And it was just so much fun to just like chill yeah. in there. Cause yeah. I would just, I felt not to say I felt so safe in there because I didn't feel unsafe outside of there, yeah. but I was just like, oh, I just felt like felt comfortable. Yeah. You well, know? you could be you too. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. And I felt like it was being like, I was being like, kind of like bad in a sense of like, this is my queer Oh, my yeah, cool queer teacher we, and we're like saying Bitch. because we shared a secret <laughs> yeah we shared yeah, a yeah. secret um very thought well and it's always so much fun like with former students in general anytime because i was teaching ap anytime we got past the ap test mm-hmm. was so much more fun because now it's oh, like it's just a party then it's just a party like even students i see out now like once i get past what i would what i'm tasked to do with y'all then we're just left with this awesome relationship that we've built. Yeah. So then we just get to like get to know each other in a better way, mm-hmm. you know, help each other and talk about different things <clears throat> and not just me be like, you did terrible on your quiz. You have another one in two days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 
Um, so yeah, and so yeah, it's been a, it's been wild that year. I don't, I want to know from your side. I mean, obviously you said you already knew I was gay before you took the class. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was so funny because with y'all, I didn't know no anything, but I always credit Grayson with opening that door for everybody mm-hmm. because she had RuPaul. Grayson is uh, 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 another former student. Okay. Uh, she had RuPaul on her binder. Okay. And so I think it was like the first or second day. Right. And I was literally learning names. And I'm like, what's your name? And they were like, Grayson. And I pointed at RuPaul. I'm like, are you a Drag Race fan? And they were like, ah, yes. A subtle way to ask if you're and gay. I, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> me too. And I walked away. <laughs> I'm like, I already knew subtle. the journey we yes. were going to have this year. Right. All the school shit. And I was like, let me just make it clear now. Yeah. We're in a gay space. <laughs> so, uh, Tyler, were you, I mean, you didn't make it like, you weren't, you weren't like, it was not a comedy at school. I was my, uh, you were yourself. At I was, school. you weren't like, like you were professional and you were like, you didn't like have, you didn't like come like out of your classroom. Like, hello. Like, no, it wasn't like super, super gay. But like when you spoke, it was, you didn't like censor yourself at all. No, no. I was myself through and through, but I mean, I was. I was a version of myself, mm-hmm. just like yeah. we're a version of our, ourselves at work yeah. or in different spaces. You know, like I it's not I I wasn't that teacher that had a conversation about me being gay in class mm-hmm. um, because I knew that that was going to come across regardless. Right. So then you're uh, so you are like, OK, I'm going to take this class specifically because I mean, you knew. Yeah. You knew. Yeah. He was closet queer yeah gay we'll say we'll say gay he's gay yeah yeah um so yeah so it was the type of thing like i was always myself um but i also was teaching u.s history so it's like i knew it was a teacher thing Mm -hmm. i had to maintain buy-in i had Mm -hmm. to uh phrase especially things like u.s history phrase things in a way that got kids to think about them and mm-hmm. not do things in a way that would like immediately cause them to shut down. My whole job was to make sure these kids keep an open brain and keep an open mind and are open to learning these mm-hmm. things. Um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, so anyway, so, but that was like where like point letting Grayson know that was me letting them know, like, I'm okay with talking about it. Yeah. You totally. know, and whatever. Um, and then, yeah, then we all kind of just kikied and we kind of learned what was what. And then, yeah, and then senior year, it was so great senior year because then it was just like, you were such a break for me. Because <clears throat> then, because what period did you did you come in? It was like third. Yeah. So it's like, it'd be right after we started. It would be like right before lunch. Yeah. And so it was just always a break for me because it's like, you know, you're on, like I just said, you're teaching AP. And so it was like, push, 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 push. And then... Uh, he would walk in and I'd be like, oh, hey, hey, friend. <laughs> hey, girl, <laughs> hey, girl, I, I was I was a teacher's aide senior year of high school, too, for my humanities teacher. OK, who then a couple of years later, I think maybe two years, her and another teacher and uh, and another friend of mine, um, they started the Gay Straight Alliance at the yeah. school. That was, you know, but I loved I loved being in Mrs. Beasley's class. <laughs> I could absolutely be myself yeah yeah and she was very i mean she i mean she knew i was gay like i i didn't think i came out to her then 
but she knew. So but, much so that when she came to New York a couple of years later, mm-hmm. uh, I definitely took her to gay bars with my friend Shannon. And, and she, <laughs> she had a friend of hers with her as well. So we took him to gay bars and we were drinking green apple martinis. And <laughs> oh that, my was, God. that was a thing in the early 2000s. It's yeah. like you're in Sex in the City. It was. And that's exactly what they were doing. And I was <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah. Well, yeah. No, it was... Um, you being there like that's i think that's one of i mean clearly it's one of the reasons we bonded so well was Mm -hmm. because uh even for me as a teacher and i had i had friends who were faculty members like i had friends yeah um but i didn't have other queer people in that space and so like sometimes you would walk in and be like bitch guess what i just heard in the hallway okay (laughs) really (laughs) or you know some big thing would be like or we would talk about like all stars, all stars or <laughs> like, whatever, you know, and it'd be like, oh, here's mm-hmm. a great break in my day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. So, OK. But I one of the things I've always. I've really cherished our relationship and I cherish. I more so than like a lot of other students, especially with mm-hmm. like my gay students. Sorry, um, everybody else. <laughs> I win. <laughs> she guys on the podcast. <laughs> I there's like a sl- there's like a slight little percentage of my brain whenever I see you whenever like you have like lunch with other students or something mm-hmm. I'm like well I'm his favorite so <laughs> oh that whole year girl it wasn't even in your head you were verbalizing it because it was like as soon as they graduated I think there were like a couple summer group things. Yeah. And you flat out messaged me and they're like, <laughs> you know, they're not your favorite. Right. <laughs> like You were like, listen, they don't know what you were like. I know you. And I was like, absolutely. I'm like, listen, I could tell Dan Peterson <laughs> that you came to my show senior year. So just watch don't back. OK. <laughs> oh, um, I miss that man. Yeah. So that man made me feel very safe there. Um, But. uh, But yeah, you were definitely like a figure in my life that. I feel like I needed at that time, not to say that I was like that I wasn't getting anything at home because my both of my parents are great. Yeah. But like, I don't know, it just felt like so like comforting and it was something so foreign in that environment. Like it was like <laughs> this is the first analogy that came in my head. Do you, you know, like the floor is lava and like yes. when the game like it's like you were like not the lava. Everyone, the whole Aww, rest of the school was the, was the lava. And I was like, OK, I can just go there and like chill yeah. mm-hmm. and like relax yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but i think that's that's something i and that's why the my relationships with my queer students are so important to me is because having being the queer adult in the relationship i have gone through that queer journey yeah and know what it was like at times to not have anybody to guide me and to be trying mm-hmm. to figure it out by myself and trying to not really understand it and so um yeah, I just I always took extra care, you know. Yeah, you would give me up. great advice. Oh, you well, would thanks. give you would, yeah. Maybe I'm full of some trash advice too. Yeah, there's some gems. In I there. mean, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever I before I went off to college and you told me, <laughs> I won't say what you said, but you we had a discussion about drugs. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was oh, it was an interesting okay. conversation. It, it is illegal here in Texas. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Drugs are illegal. And that's what drugs he told me. He told me drugs are illegal and don't do them. And you know what I did? I didn't do them. That's, so that's I, secret. yeah, I never have. Look at you leading. <laughs> so. You are the Pied Piper <laughs> of good advice, Tyler. <laughs> but you know. If it comes from the ground, it's probably fine. <laughs> but you know, like. That's uh, what I told you. That's what you told me. <laughs> that is what you told me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I still agree with that. I still agree right? with that. Yeah. Solid advice. But also, like, we don't, I mean, we didn't have, I mean, I had a gay uncle, but it's not like not like i didn't go to him 
for for advice. Yeah. Um. So like we didn't have mentors. Yeah. That were like queer elders. Mm-hmm. We're not even queer elders, or just someone that was just a little bit, you know, yeah, older. That kind just of just a few like, steps ahead of you. Yeah. Like well, and also didn't want anything from you. Yeah. Right. You know, like I, the only thing I tried to do was I wanted to, one, make sure you guys felt like you were safe. Second of all, be kind of an outlet for if you did have any questions, you mm-hmm. know, and help kind of help you make sense of it. But I feel like a lot of times in our community, you know, there's asterisks with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people are like, well, I'll help you with this, but you got to help. You got to do this for me yeah. or whatever. Um, so, yeah. But OK, so I. I am just interested in, I'm, I'm hope, I don't know. We'll see if you drop anything on me. I don't already know today. Okay. <laughs> um, I just kind of want to know what your experience has been like, kind of just coming. You've come of age in the grinder age. Yeah, absolutely. You're, mm-hmm. you're discovering you're gay, hitting your adolescence, becoming, coming into adulthood mm-hmm. was in the grinder age. We didn't have to go through that. Yeah. <laughs> and we had to um, cruise. <laughs> we, we did have to <laughs> cruise. We did have to cruise. MySpace and MySpace played a huge role. Um, dial up. Dial up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yahoo chat rooms. Yeah. And AOL oh, chat rooms. See, because I'm, I'm, mine was Omegle. It started on Omegle and it went to kick. Okay. And I'm so sorry, mom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I, yeah. it was so like in so, hindsight. Okay, so how old yeah. were you? How old were you when you kind of started realizing, like, oh, I'm different? When I was, like, eight, making, like, skits and videos with um, Kendricks in our house. Yes. (laughs) Like, like we would have, like, my dad, like, always had, like, camcorders and cameras just because he liked having them Mm -hmm. for, like, family events and stuff. And we would play with them all the time and make, like, videos and music videos. And And just to clarify, Kendricks is? Kendricks is my sibling. Blood sibling? Blood sibling, yes. But also... a. Queer also, also queen. a drag queen as well. Yeah. They're two years older than me. Yeah, I did not know that. Really, you didn't know that? No. Oh, it's, yeah. There's always it's. I always find out someone who doesn't know. I love like, it. I, I love I, it. No, but I love it too. And uh, Kendrick's likes a lot of our queer context mm-hmm. posts. So, yeah. um, you know, because me and Kendrick yeah. are friends. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I, I did not know that. Yeah. I did not. I did not. Yeah. The connection. But, yeah, but Kendrick's Kendrick's never saw you in school though, because no. she graduated like the year, the year I started. before you started, yeah. and so it was. Yeah. But yeah. So, so I have like two kind of elder. You queer. did have someone else who was I, in this. I scene seriously before did. You were. Like whenever I would at school, I like, I would. I don't know. It's not that I was being fake, but I just like I was a version of myself there. Mm-hmm. But then like whenever I would go around like Kendricks or whatever, we would like literally listen to like stupid like emo music and like play Pokemon all day and like do like stuff that we both loved. Yeah, and like it was just. I had like two safe spaces to go to. Yeah. You know, not yeah. safe spaces, just p- spaces where I could like explore could and like, be. Yeah. And, yeah. So, okay. So you kind of realize you're different because you and your sibling are like, mm-hmm. okay, we're doing some goofy shit. Um, when did you kind of start realizing, okay, I'm gay, I'm into boys, and yeah. <laughs> um, Probably. I don't like I don't know when I was at least like nine or ten. I remember searching like cool gay movies on my grandma's computer. I'm so sorry, Grammy. But <laughs> I did. And I just want I was I guess wait, I was just wait, like wait. curious. What did cool gay movies pull up? Uh, 
a site named coolgaymovies.com and I watched them. Were they movies or were they well, pornographic they films? Were, well, they were okay, yeah, they were porn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't know. I was just like I guess it was just wow. it was just like intrinsic. I don't know. Yeah. I like it there was Listen, no there was no there was I no had. like I didn't conscious, have that experience. Yeah. There was no like conscious moment of me being like of me realizing anything. Yeah. It was just mm-hmm. always me being. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just what I, what how it was. Yeah. But it's just stuff I didn't talk about, like whenever I went to baseball practice or like with my parents, because it's just it wasn't that it, I just knew not to. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that I was trying to hide anything. I was just like, well, that's that thing. It's separate. It's different. Right. And you were how old about that time? Uh, probably anywhere from like 12 to 15. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I had a similar experience. I mean, like when once I kind of realized for me, it was MTV. Like MTV was kind of like uh, when Ricky Martin came out with Live and La Vida Loca. Oh, my gosh. That, that was man. a queer. Uh, that I was a queer. I was I knew I was gay before that, but that was a whole awakening. You saw the gay man in him before he. Came oh, out absolutely. <laughs> and I remember wanting to see if he had any pictures because I saw a mm-hmm. picture of him like shirtless and on is. TV and I went to find it. And <laughs> but I was I was too young i saw porn at much too young of an age i know same absolutely like, as did i i found yeah. my parents yeah stash. but that but that, that i think that's a whole part of the internet that they still haven't learned how to regulate like and that's one thing that i'm concerned of all the time the whole time i was teaching was kids today are exposed to t- so much if there is not yeah. a parent and even parents who are taking an active role my parents took an active role same. in trying mm-hmm. to like see what I was exposed to. Yeah. And I still was able to like find all types of shit. Yeah. I was um, so sneaky in the way I would, yeah. and it wasn't like out of trying to do anything bad. I was just like interested, interested. And, yeah. and you had accessibility wondering. to it. Yeah. And I was like, and I knew that I had like the upper hand on them in technology. So I was like, Oh, well uh, I'll just yeah. do this and then yeah. delete everything. Like y'all, y'all don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. So, so I'm going to ask another question and it's, I just want to know, even though it's probably going to make me uncomfortable. Okay. Because while we were, while you were in the classroom, I always kept a pretty hard line about what I would talk with y'all about. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. y'all would try to, I think y'all would like try to talk about boys or about grinder or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would just be like, you should not be on there. As this you should, that's safe. exactly what right. you should have said. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I did say. Yeah, I remember exactly. like, like I, that was always my biggest fear was like you guys being exposed to things and like whatever. But also... I didn't want anybody overhearing what we were talking about. I didn't want anything happening yeah. while you were in high school for my job or for you. And so it was like, I, and I, I made it very clear to y'all, like there's this line here mm-hmm. until you leave this school like, and just we don't. can, you know, and then once you are out of the school, then we can have like the full, like gay male to gay male. Here's the rundown of this shit. Um, so, okay. So how, when did you first download Grinder? <laughs> Oh my god! I just want to know. No, I know, is, I know. I know. Yeah, like because I know all of you boys were on it, and I just that was a part that I couldn't engage with while you guys were in with students, like to help you with. Yeah, I was probably like six, seventeen oh or was there a grinder? Probably junior? six. <laughs> no, <laughs> girl. And that is so. Oh my it god. is. It was so. In hindsight, it's so dangerous. It's so absolutely fucking oh, dangerous my God. and like of course but in my like mind at the moment i was like oh well i'm like being like a mature like cool like whatever yeah, like and it's like and holy that's shit you have no think. idea what you're getting and yourself what, into no, look, no oh idea gosh, when we were and we've talked about this before on the podcast i used to go to the barnes and noble it's now a specs on, 
uh, by the parks mall by the parks mall oh, okay um i used to go and if guys were like around the area where the we where the game, met folks at the bookstore where yeah, the game, met ma- folks at where the the game magazines were like yeah you went to, you went to the yeah. you, went, you were both looking at twilight and you were like yeah <laughs> that looks pretty good twilight is a little bit after um i don't then like what but i think the britannica but i never thought about <laughs> is that a book that y'all know oh. <laughs> the britannica <laughs> um, i never thought about no that was how the ex- dangerous it yeah. was it's so dangerous yeah. and i should have never ever no i'm saying this because my if my mom's listening i should have never done that yeah ever yeah <laughs> which yeah. in true i in reality i should have never done that absolutely no. like yeah, but, but, but what also, you did you what you did is what a lot of teenagers would do because a lot yeah. of teenagers are trying to be adults mm-hmm. they want to be grown they're ready to be grown and so they think, oh, yeah, I understand this. This is what this is for. The thing with something like Grinder is it's about meeting other people. And yeah. you don't have enough right. experience no. to understand right. what other type of other people are out there, but especially also, from where you came from. Right. Yeah. Where also, it's like there weren't there was not a lot of exposure to anything, mm-hmm. you know, and we didn't have we don't have as queer people that basic kind of like falling in and out of love mm-hmm. dating in high school in with like that other. was my only outlet for like any like kind of i guess in quotations because it wasn't romantic at all but any like kind of like contact with like yeah. someone that i would be interested in you know what i mean yeah and yeah instead like some people some kids in my school they would like i didn't do like drugs or go partying or do be yeah. like i was not a bad kid in that sense but i guess like that was the side of me that was being like a bad kid you were doing a like bad other, kid, i wasn't at all i was but, so good but yeah except me being 17 and meeting people but that's yeah. what I mean I think there, I your think there is. your Austin sister I think downloaded it before you did I, I think she Probably. told me it was younger than that yeah um, I mean but there is I mean it's just a variation of what all of us all of us have that same kind of story mm-hmm. but but they've but they've been through something different because at such a young age they like we were, we have a similar story and a similar experience of okay, we were getting into shit we couldn't do. We were putting ourselves mm-hmm. in dangerous spots. Right. They were exposed to it on such a so much more content level. Like there's so yes. much more happening for us. It'd yeah. be like we'd luck into meeting somebody right. every few months, right. maybe. I mean, I graduated high school as cell phones were just being in people's pockets. Being in people's pockets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like um, so how has like how is like you being like that part because i know you and your friends have talked about it mm-hmm. how has that like shaped kind of how you've kind of like come into the community yeah it like how it like well i guess it, i mean it was my first like introduction yeah to anything in the community and, and, and honestly, people are trash on there like absolutely what was it your... is like the cess it is like the bottom of the barrel cesspool yeah. it is so Men dirty and weird on there mm-hmm. and like it just yeah, people like the, t- the, no mas- the masculinity. It's horrible. Yes. It's super horrible. Yeah, if you even see a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like you said, like you were like, that was my only outlet for whatever. What sucks is there are adults out there that know that. Well, yeah. the, well one, yeah. absolutely. No, literally. Yeah. I was going to say, one, there are adults out there who are lonely and don't have a community, and that's y- their only sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. you are absolutely right that there are people knowing that a young, 20 year old and even a young 18 year old who then tells you later that they're a 17 year old still won't give a shit mm-hmm. yeah that's and scary. knows that that's it's a scary. problem yeah but how has that kind of like shaped 
y'all's like it's definitely like because i mean as you're my brain is in such a vulnerable position during those first during my teenage years is that like it taught me it didn't teach me anything it like kind of (laughs) trained my brain to like view myself as Mm -hmm. like a sexual object rather than like are people gonna like message me or not message me or like like me or like me and like is that like and it made me like question like my self-worth yeah. of like just based on physical characteristics and sexual characteristics as mm-hmm. like a grow as like an adolescent yeah so like it's definitely puts you it trains your brain to like just objectify yourself first before like yeah, whenever you yeah. like whenever you meet someone or whenever you're like talking to someone you're like well what do you think of me like to like because my first interaction is like people like saying what they thought of me or like mm-hmm. interacting with me because based based Immediate, on what they thought like the of me immediately based on physical like characteristics about your body yeah yeah like the first thing you meet is like well what do you think uh my face or my exactly or yeah. whatever i've sent a picture of you you know mm-hmm. um which sucks because it's like it definitely fucked with my brain yeah can i say fuck yeah yep okay. i've said it a few times already i think i think so um it's it sucks because you know and i mean we've all watched it you know in school, everybody else is learning like, oh, I like this spending time with this person. Mm-hmm. I like the way this person laughs. Mm-hmm. I like this person's attitude and they start getting to know each other and yeah. kind of dating or whatever. Um, and then we get grinder. Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> I got I when I first moved back, grinder was just a, it was what you said. It was yeah. the cesspool. Of what life. do you mean first move back? It's the same grinder it was three years ago. No, I mean, but I mean, what I'm talking about is like <laughs> yeah. when, I, when I got in the area, it was just it just yeah. it was like it's like no, I'm not. This is I'm, this is not something I'm gonna do. Which is why it's important we create gay spaces exactly because when you don't have spaces to meet people in person, then you're left of like, well, I guess I'll look at grinder again. And yeah. it's like that's even if you don't want to meet people that way, you're like, well, at least this is some sort of interaction with yeah. queer people. Yeah. But so you, what? Oh, no. When, so what when, were your what were your queer spaces? Well, first of all, as soon as they graduated, they got launched into a drag community and a drag family. Before, <laughs> before I graduated, truly I mean, before you graduated, you're right. Well, you posted that picture this week, oh, yeah. and that picture. Right. I should have. I did not it. know you. Had I almost it. brought it. I almost did didn't tell. It? I almost didn't no, post. But you should. Yeah. You should send it to us, and then we'll do the. <gasps> yeah. It's so when okay. we announce. It's her this first. Episode. That was your first track show, right? Second. Second one. Yeah. So yeah. So what? Take us into that. Oh yeah. I guess we haven't talked about. Was that, that your? Was that the summer after your junior year? Yes, that was the summer before my junior year. I mean, before my senior year. I've just yeah. finished my junior year, and I like I came. That was the show that I came back to because I won the month previous in an amateur contest. Yes. So I yes. turned. So to give you like a timeline, yes. I turned in May 2017. I turned 18. Okay. And I was and I've been planning to like perform like because her, bro- her, her sibling was already doing drag. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In Denton. Yeah, up in UNT. And like, so like the March or April before my birthday, I was like, okay, when I turn 18, I'm going to do this like show because I really want to. Yeah. And, and I remember I, you talking about it. Yeah. And I like made an outfit and everything. And then I went there and it was like, it was like mid June and I won. And then I came back. I, the prize was that I get to come back like next month and like, and just perform. Yeah. And so I did. And then that's when you came and your boyfriend at the time. And I it was a boyfriend of that. Yeah, you oh, did. did. Oh, I did. Mm-hmm. I remember that night. I didn't remember I had a boyfriend. Yeah, where but you drew. Huh? So where is he now? That's the point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> save, I'm gonna save my comment. But yeah, I was like, I felt so nervous because like, oh my gosh, okay, like he's coming to see. Well, me. No, I remember it was an, <laughs> like, and I was like, like yeah. we yeah. talked about it before I yeah. went. Like yeah. it wasn't yeah, just because yeah. I was like, your mom knows you're doing this. Yeah, and you were like, yes, my mom knows I'm doing this. Like I was like, I was not. I, I, that's cool. I was yeah. not gonna do he anything. Was very, you were very protective. I was you very were. protective, uh, because again, still had a senior year ahead of him. Yeah, like, I, was, I was not. He done was with high 18, school. but <laughs> still had a year of school. And where were you doing this? In Denton. In Denton. Okay. I lived in Alito at the time, and so Denton was probably like 50 minutes away from okay. Alito, but it was where my brother went to school. Yeah. Okay. So. So yeah. trying to you know CYA, I was like. Your mom knows you're doing this, mm -hmm. you know, and I was so I was like, okay, cool. So if someone finds out that I did come and support you in this, you know, at least I know your parents are already like, yeah, mm -hmm. on board or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so at that yeah. point, I was an adult, so it was like, you were, yeah. but it was like for me, I was like, you still had another year in no, school, so yeah. you know me. I was like, I don't give a shit how old you are. Yeah, you literally, were whatever. And so it was a whole thing, but it was also. One of his first times in drag. Yeah, my second, like I was like, I wanted to be there so badly mm -hmm. as a queer person, mm -hmm. as like somebody who watched your evolution and grow. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, I don't want to miss this. Right. I want to be able to say I saw this. And so yeah. that's why we like, but we had to talk through it and I kind of had to kind of overcome some of some of the things to get there. But I'm so glad I went. And then um, and what what was making you nervous? Over the fact that Tyler was going to see you. I think it was um, a part of like, just because I really looked up to him and I was like, I was like, he's driving 40 minutes. Like, that's like, I wouldn't drive 40 minutes to go see someone. I was like, <laughs> so I was like, I felt nervous in that sense. And also like, it was also my second time on stage ever. So I was also just generally very nervous. Very nervous, just in general. But like, Yeah. I remember like jumping off the stage onto my knees onto that like cold granite Girl, floor. Girl, you they did had that for years. So, what, what, did, for you like, what you performed? I performed Come On by Kesha. And I was wearing a pastel blue leather jacket and a blue wig and a black panty and a mesh bodysuit. Okay. <laughs> and I had shoes that I made. Great. Mm -hmm. And had the name Blue Valentine already? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where'd that come from? I had, okay. Um, I made, I, re I remember making an Instagram and like, early 2016 probably like february and it was like blue queen dtx because i knew i wanted my name was to be blue just because i don't know i've always connected to the color and i really like it and it's simple and and then valentine is my mother's maiden name okay mm -hmm. and so that's like i've always growing up i thought the name was so pretty and not that i didn't like walker yeah. but like it just it just sounded so much more romantic and like yeah. theatrical like valentine mm -hmm. and so i I thought that I would like write signatures of like different name ideas that I had and whatever felt right is like, that's when I chose. And so Blue Valentine well, was the one that I... they were fully a sketch artist. Like they were drawing yeah. all the what? time. Like they, they... My papers were covered. Covered. <laughs> and like, I remember like they would, when the year that they were my aide, mm -hmm. they, uh, y multiple sketches that they would do and they just oh, leave you had me, one like hanging you leave me on my sketch uh, there was a there was one there where he just yeah. did wow and sketched all the way around it and did all oh, this stuff yeah. I would do and like, I had it yeah. on my desk until I quit teaching Aww. like I kept it right there next to my desk um yeah I would do yeah. like big like text art uh -huh. and like like make it really detailed and like yeah, yeah. it was fun it was cute. fun so she was already working on looks look at that <laughs> did you were you designing yeah absolutely I still do I have like a huge sketchbook that I always like if I'm like bored i'll probably do it like two or three times a week just like design stuff that i have in my head and you sew i don't 
Oh. I don't. I have a sewing machine. Okay. And if you like, I can like Which do like a- so useful. I can, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm using it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and like, if you, <laughs> I, if you like, I can like repair like a hole in my jeans with okay. it, but like, that's about it. Okay. But yeah. Okay. It's always good to have. <laughs> so you go, so, okay. Well, you go to school in Austin. Yep. She has a good time. Yeah, good time and a bad time. And a bad Wah, time. Came back home. Does some drag. <laughs> Does some good drag in Austin. Yeah, for the t- for the for the for the time. Yeah. Um and then you come back to Dallas, mm-hmm. which thrilled me because I'm like yeah. she's back. Yeah. <laughs> um but talk to me. I want to know a little bit about like what that kind of time period was for you because I know some of your friends were kind of still in Denton, some were moving into yeah. Dallas from Denton. Um and you guys were all kind of like coming into the Dallas scene. Yeah. And not, and it, that's the thing is like, you were <laughs> not only coming into it as like a drag queen and like trying to like book gigs, yeah, totally. you know, and perform, but also as like a, just, what, 22 year old gay man? Just a young gay person. Seeing the yeah. scene. You're 22 now. Right? No, I'm 20. I just turned 23. This is what fucks me up about having former students. I never know their ages. Anytime I see one in a bar, I'm like, you're old enough to drink, right? And they're like, yeah, I have been for four I years. Have <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, had you been hanging out in Dallas? Did you go to Dallas? Yeah. I remember, like, I started drag in 2017 when I was 18. And I would, we, I probably performed exclusively in, up in the bars by UNT for like mm-hmm. six or seven months. And then I remember spring break of my senior year is the first time we ever went to Dallas. And it was like a, big deal because like mm-hmm. i never went to dallas growing up like mm-hmm. i was always either in fort worth because fort worth had everything mm-hmm. and so like it was like me my me kendrick's our friend nada colby we would like go down to dallas and do the rising star contest and we did it that spring break because mm-hmm. it's the only thursday i had off because otherwise i had to I be remember, in school I when you did it you're like i'm gonna do this i have spring break literally and i was like okay girl i support you and then mm-hmm. i remember when we got back i'm like did you do it you're like yes yes i did and it was like so cool and kitty won that night and like it was such like a big deal to us because yeah. like we went to the big city and like showed those girls what's up sure like, <laughs> but yeah and then that's how i guess i introduced myself to dallas but then i immediately moved to austin okay. where i stayed where i went to st edwards for a semester and then um didn't like it so i went back home <laughs> and, uh shout out to recent grad brayson hello hey his, sissy. yeah <laughs> he stayed we went to college together okay. same college we got the same, same scholarship same too. high school class same classroom that i taught them in yeah were y'all in the same class no no you were in the same class as logan logan mm-hmm. and then i think brayson and grayson were in the same mm-hmm. class yeah yeah and then i i went to school there went back Went to school again and didn't <laughs> dropped out again. I mean, we don't gotta go through your <laughs> education, know, know, girl. Know, this is a gay podcast. We I don't know do education, <laughs> but I like. But yeah, then I when I moved back to DFWs when I did like season two of the Queer Off, mm-hmm. and so that like really introduced, I guess, introduced me to there because I yeah because I performed Shout out to Kylie and the Queer. Hello, mm-hmm. very that biggest queer competition, drag competition in Texas. Bitch. Not to brag, but also twenty twenty two Trinity Pride Fest MC fucking slayed the shit last weekend. Yeah, but um, I did that, and then I, that same year, I competed for Rising Star, because what Rising Star is, is a show in, it's a weekly show in the Rose Room in Dallas, and it's an amateur competition, so anyone can sign up for it, mm-hmm. and so they have weekly winners, and all the weekly winners at the end of the year are invited to do a pageant to find, like, who's the next, like, 
up and coming, quote unquote, rising star in the Rose Room. Mm -hmm. And so like people like Kennedy Davenport won it in, I don't want to like date her, but 2002. (laughs) And like Eliza Edwards won it in like 2003, Asia, 2000. I might be getting these dates completely wrong. You know what? Let's leave off dates. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And then like, but people like, it was a big, it was a, it was a cool big deal to me. And it was like, notable, notable. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like plastique, whatever. So how many times did you perform at the road or at not the Rose Room Rising Star before you like competed for like the pageant? I probably like because I remember coming like I'd come for the late nights when I could yeah. when I didn't have school the next day. Yep. And even sometimes I did have school the next day. <laughs> <laughs> you stay for my performance and be like, gotta go. Love you. Saw you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I gotta drive Those back to 11 o'clock start times. I cannot. Yeah. Especially if one does not live in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Very but I probably did it like two or three times a month. I only, I never won a weekly contest either. The yeah. year, the year I won the pageant, I'd got because either first or second place of the weekly winners could do the pageant, so I yeah. got second place like four times. Yeah, but then I but like she was consistent. Baby. Yeah, hello. And then I did that, and then that really introduced me to like the like I guess just just like the next level in Dallas that I would well, enter. you grew, you grew as a drag queen, you grew as a performer, and yeah, that totally. brought to you more opportunity, better and it, opportunities. And is that how you met Kylie? No, actually. <laughs> Kylie is the first person that ever introduced me on stage. So, so she was that person who was emceeing that amateur contest in Denton. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's how I met her. Because, They're all Denton yeah. girls. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. How do they feel about being called Denton girls? <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Sometimes you We've gotta, evolved. You we re- come from humble beginnings. You got to yeah. your hometown. <laughs> yeah. um, but I won myself like a weekly gig by winning that pageant yeah, in 2019. Did. So mm-hmm. I that's like in it. And it, I didn't give it up until 2021 because of COVID. And yeah. sorry, the weekly gig was at the Rose Room? Yes. The winner gets to perform every Thursday. Every Thursday sorry, that for the following year. year. In, yeah. the ro- in the big, in the big mm-hmm. Rose Room shows. However, she ran right before COVID. So that meant she was raining for two and a half For like years. two and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> but it brought me a lot of cool opportunities because like, really whenever did. the Rose Room did like special shows like during COVID, they did one at the AT&T Performing Arts Center. Mm. And it was like a big like big outside venue and like a giant stage and they, it was the Rose Room cast and they were like, well, you're the rising star. So of course we're, I mean like you represent yeah. us so we want to bring you. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's cool. Okay, right. I'll definitely right. do that. Like, cool. yeah. Right. And yeah, from then I, and the company that like runs rising star, their name, like Cavan enterprise that owns like JR's, Sue Ellen's TMC Rose Room. Yeah. They, that's who I was working for essentially. But, and then uh, eventually I got put on the actual like schedule. Like they hired me because of me winning Rising Star and just being there every week and like mm-hmm. trying to prove myself. And showing consistency. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm so proud yeah. of you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what would you say is kind of, what would you say is probably your most improved trait or maybe like the biggest difference between Blue starting out mm-hmm. in Denton and Blue now, you know, a weekly, perf- oh, you know, a yeah, regular yeah, yeah. performer at the Rose Room? I would say (laughs) you're very kind for saying I'm a regular performer at the Rose Room, (laughs) but um, I would say like just being more less conscious, less just I think less whenever I'm on stage now because it's just like so intrinsic and like second nature to me now. Like I just I'll like instead of thinking about everything and being so nervous about everybody looking at me and like, oh, my gosh, like is my hair okay? I was like this okay, this okay. Like whenever like I'm I get so nervous 
I still get so nervous before I go on stage by the, like the first time I performed ever. But the difference is that like this time, whenever I step on stage, like I, it's literally no big deal at all. But you also, you have honed your skills. Yeah, totally. And I've like realized what I'm good at and like what my strengths lie and just Mm -hmm. keep doing that. Well, in the nature of, I've been going through this thing with, some family and friends where this whole realization that there are these things that we say about each other a lot mm-hmm. that we don't say to each other a lot. Oh, to- yeah. When I describe people to you, first of all, whenever people find out that I have gay babies, I'm like, oh yeah, I absolutely have gay babies. Yeah. Two of them have been drag queens, <laughs> very successful drag queens. Thank you. Um, but to me, it was always, there was even seeing you that first time in Denton, undeniable your creativity and your art because anybody like drag alone full stop an art lots of art totally you have choreography you have design you have whatever but to watch you design your own looks Mm -hmm. do your own face come up with a full concept a full performance concept like to watch the creativity and the art flow out of you is just beautiful. Oh, thanks. It is so crazy because it's just, it's so many lanes. Like I said, you have so many skills now and it just, it just, it you're expressing yourself and it just comes out in so many different like lanes. It's, it's beautiful. That's why drag is so magical to me because it's like, it's everything that you want to be like in your head mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, like how fun, like I get to create my own little world for like five and a half minutes and like y'all are all just gonna live in it right now and like I'd soak it up and just exactly and that's what I've learned I said the biggest lesson I've learned as like a performer is that you're if you are living in your world and like and it's undeniable then like everyone has no they have no choice but to live in it with you Mm -hmm. like and you say yesterday you were like you're feeling the song yeah I posted on Facebook and I was like perform the music that you genuinely connect to rather than what you think is going to make you the most money because that'll come off as a better performance and people will feel a more genuine like air from you Mm -hmm. for for those people that don't know you yeah haven't seen you perform haven't uh, seen you live what is that world what like who is (laughs) Blue Valentine what is that world what is what is what is your drag point of view you're driving yeah i always think i have a clear answer for this question but i never do <laughs> like i She's a lot I, of things. I know like i have the things that like inspire me but like really i don't know i always grew up like watching anime and playing video games mm-hmm. and so i always gravitated towards just like strong kind of dangerous like kind of dark beautiful women Mm-hmm. whether it's in like a video game or like a character in a movie or like I loved villains growing up yeah. and stuff. They're just like cold and like, I want to be like a glamorous vixen. That's like so beautiful, but also like a little like Icy. dark, a little art. Yeah. 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 That femme fatale. Character. Totally. But then like whenever I get on stage, I like move way too fast. <laughs> and, like <laughs> and, like <laughs> for it to be like so sultry and sexy and I, that I am in my head. Well, and <laughs> but, I've, like, I've, I've watched the performances early on when oh, you yeah. were still uh-huh. in your nerves mm-hmm. and so you were i mean because you were you were doing the damn thing <laughs> but it was so fast from your so like fast your 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 hand movements to mm-hmm. whatever like you were just like fucking moving and but yeah to watch you ease into that space on stage to where you would be like i could just i just got to watch your evolution and watch you get more 
relaxed in it and more in the zone and like not moving so fast. Yeah, totally. And take holding in those moments. Uh Yes. Yes. That's also the thing is that I never had any like prior experience on stage or in theater or anything. Like I played baseball growing up and like, and you were shy as hell. Yeah. Very, very, you were so shy in school. (laughs) And so like me learning, it would not just like, I remember me, I'd me call learning, on you yeah. for shit and you'd be like, no, I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew I could say that with you. I'd yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. I'd be girl. like, look at her and like, I'd be like, come on. And I'd be dying up there with a lecture or something. I'd be like, Matt, what about you? And he'd be like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so uh, you mentioned that you did the pageant. Yeah. Uh, are, are you, do you do other, are you? Do other pageants? Do you What's do pageants Lou doing now? Yeah. I, what is, what is... I don't really consider myself like a pageant queen. Like it's very, very prominent in not only Dallas, but like the Southern South. drag in the general. South. The South. Yeah. But I really, and I we think in the moment I really today. wanted to win it. But I think in the back of my mind, it was just like, I know that this is a way to put my foot in the door in the places that I want to be. So mm-hmm. that's, it's one of the, it's one that's of the, what I'm going to do. Right. One of the better like, moves you ever made was yeah. dedicating to really do and it's that. just the reality of like southern drag is that like sometimes to get opportunities you have to like that's what succumb to the succumb like, to the environment even, around you even yeah. the drag that is not pageant drag in the south still has themes of pageantry yeah and i'm honestly so grateful for that really like i love that like old school pageant queens have brought me up because i like I, there's also a there's also a dedication Yes, I yeah, they have there's such a craft to their art and mm-hmm. they take it so seriously and it's so like beautiful and on and like honest to watch. Mm-hmm. And like I'm so grateful for like all I the think people it definitely that breeds professionalism. Yes, absolutely. I, I was when I moved back and uh so so I moved back November 2019 mm-hmm. and uh I still had a job, but I finally got a job in January and by February it was like, "Oh, I have money again." And then COVID. I, I want to go <laughs> yes, but before COVID, I'm like I want to go see a drag show. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to the Rose Room. Great choice. And the the thing that popped out at me, the first thing that popped out was that, oh my gosh, I forgot how much Southern drag is so pageant mm-hmm. oriented. Because it was in New York. I was in New York. Years. Yeah. And that's very different. For, yeah. For almost yeah. 20 years. And that is a completely different, you know, way of drag mm-hmm. you know yeah up there and so it was just it was kind of keen back into you know remembering oh yeah when i went to the rose room when i was 18 when mm-hmm. you know those nights that you can get in at 18 mm-hmm. i guess for uh which was called village station back in my day oh yeah um yeah so and then now i'm like now as i see more queens get to know more queens and I see just kind of just the different levels. Totally. But also everyone does have that kind of like pageant is that's kind of what is prominent. It's kind of the foundation here. for everyone. Exactly. Every, the like foundation. they can it's like the trunk and like everyone's a different like branch. But like it has mm-hmm. that those pageant like polish fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And even like but what I love is that like in even in Dallas, like whenever it is such a pageant oriented place, like alternative like forms of drag are like celebrated too in the rose room like Mame graves is one of my favorite artists ever yeah and like she's never she's always herself she never apologizes Uh for like what she performs and she it's what we were talking about earlier like she's in her world and like she's taking you into it each Mm -hmm. time and she's yeah i just think it's so cool uh 
I'm so proud of you. You're Thanks. So I'm so proud of her. Girl, <laughs> listen, we're listen, we're a long way, long ways away from the classroom. Hello. Very <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, well, let's uh let's let's wrap it up with a queer cultural touchstone. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I forgot about okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Then we'll go first. Yeah. Um what's one I need to think of? <laughs> Oh. Okay. I, yes, you got one. I have one. Go okay, for it. Give it to the, us. My first two thoughts were the Devil Wears Prada and Steel Magnolias. Those are oh. very those are queer touchstones for but me, I'm, especially Steel Magnolias. Why? What, what, and Pretty Woman with Julia Roberts. Right. Yes. But also both of those, Steel Magnolias especially, mm-hmm. very much. Um, Thank you for giving us three cultural touchstones, one for each of us. Yeah, right. I've, yeah. <laughs> I'll have more to say. Right. But also like very very influential within the drag community as well. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize. Steel Magnolias was one for you. Oh my God, that's one of my favorite movies. It's in my top three movies of all time. That That makes me so happy. It's what every Southern gay from Texas loves watching with his mom. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And like the performances in there, Sally Fields, oh my gosh, whenever she walks down the hospital hallway. Yes. mm -hmm. Tears. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. A mess. A mess. Take a whack a Weezer. Take a whack a Weezer. I saw Nothing like a nice piece of (laughs) (laughs) ass. We quote Steel Magnolia. We quote Steel Magnolia regularly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I they did the play version on Broadway. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I've never seen it. And uh, oh, Delta Burke rough. played Truvy. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. That um, sounds fabulous. I'm a chain. Christine Ebersol played Malin. Um, okay. Trying to think who else. Oh, I think those were the biggest. Biggest, biggest roles. Yeah. Pretty Woman for sure. Oh, I love Pretty Julia Woman. Julia Roberts is undeniable. I always, in the back of my mind, I'm, I always want that dress. The Oh, the slut dress? Mm-hmm. The slut the dress. dress. Oh, mm-hmm. So gorgeous. I don't know why you haven't done that yet. I know I should. It's probably really cheap to do to make too. Probably. Yeah. Fashion Nova, baby. Yeah. Rainbow. That's where like half of my stuff comes from. Yeah. yeah. It stretches. You can, you can do an entire Pretty Woman number and like, yeah. and like do snippets of dialogue. No, totally. Yeah. yeah. What was the cool. other one you said? Devil Wears Prada. Uh, Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, Devil Wears Prada. I literally watched it yesterday. Uh, so good. That I was doing recovery day and I was like, I'm not moving from this couch. I'm just watching shit. Watch it. And I felt great afterwards. That is so it made me happy. Gay <laughs> to have a dedicated recovery day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're professionals. Right. You got to yeah. schedule it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> also, I believe that, I truly believe that if you are able to, as a homosexual, you should always take the Monday after Pride off. Smart. Oh, totally. Smart. Yeah. Pro move. Pro move. Yeah. Wait, but I said I said three, but I, y'all didn't say any. Yeah, we took yours. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I'll, I'll throw one in. Did you okay. have one? I'll throw one in because it's Steel Magnolias adjacent. Okay. And also stars Sally Field and was written by the man who wrote Steel Magnolias, okay. Soap Dish. I, you know, I've never, I've never seen, seen Soap, Soap Dish. Dish. Oh, I've heard it's fabulous. I've heard that I've heard it's really good, but it has a really transphobic ending. Yeah, it's very. It's, oh oh yeah. yes, it's very problematic. Yeah, I just remember yeah. Katya talking about it. That's how I know. I rewatched it during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, and then was like, oh yeah, oh. I forgot about this. <laughs> I forgot about. This. It was great up until this point, and then I was just like, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> at, the, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, but yes, mm-hmm. um. Then my queer cultural touchstone isn't super queer, but just on brand is uh, another Sally Field movie. I love that. Sally this Field is, is our queer culture. Yeah, <laughs> I love. <laughs> I'm okay with two. that. I have two. Then the first one is Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, the whole God. time, the whole time, the whole time. Uh-huh. Um, oh, also quasi gay, but I mean Harvey Firestein. I mean, listen, as a kid, 
seen Harvey Firestein and his little friend. I don't think they even yeah. named him as a couple in the movie. But them doing all that drag oh, on Oh, Mrs. Them, Doubtfire? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. They do name them as a couple. Oh, yeah. Uncle. Uncle. Uncle was it Uncle Frank and Aunt Jack? Yes. Yeah. Something like that. Something yeah, like yeah. That. Um, so that. And then the other Sally moment would be Brothers and Sisters. Did y'all watch Brothers and Sisters? I did. Every single episode. Oh, my God. So. The whole queer storyline in that. And her being the mother of a queer kid. Yes. You know, like that. Come on, Sally Field. Sally, Sally Field's our queer cultural test. Yeah. <laughs> I'll throw one more in because okay. it's quick. Yeah. But like... um. That, I guess that was the first like media of a queer cornerstone or what is it touchstone? Yeah, queer cultural touchstone. Cultural yeah. touchstone. Yeah, I don't know, but then like the first person I guess like that was like saw that I saw in myself was like Adam Lambert on American Idol. That tracks because yeah. that's prime time. That's yeah. like you're watching it with your family, yeah. you know. And he no, that tracks so much mm-hmm. for you. I I like. I've come to grow. I've come to realize that like I want my aesthetic out of drag to be like Adam Lambert. I, I that love and I him. I support that for you. <laughs> yeah. That makes so much right? sense about your drag. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I've literally performed Adam Lambert before. Like, yeah, he's so good. He's so talented. He's do, fabulous, I and do. he's always looked fabulous. He's he always won. had like a. Where's style. the winner of that season? No one knows. No, we it? just know Adam Lambert Adam is the Lambert. new singer yeah, of Queen. I do. We know, right? Good for her. Yeah. yeah, I do like for your entertainment. His song for your entertainment. Yeah, I love it. What do you yeah. want from me? Great lead single. Yeah. 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 Uh, I love you, baby. I love you, too. Thank you. For it was so much fun. I liked it. I was honestly very nervous, but I had a good time. Yeah, I told you. I was like, he's going to be himself. I'm just going to be really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, he he was very, we were. You were one of the first. You, exactly. you were probably the first person I was like, I wanted to play. Yeah. Because I was like, one. I love you so much. <laughs> um, two, I'm so proud of you. And three, I feel so lucky to get to have, you know, this relationship with us where, you know, there's not a lot of lanes for queer adults and queer kids yeah. or people across generations in the community to really connect. And I'm very grateful for our relationship. Same. Thanks, hey. I love you. Love you, too. Okay. I love you, too, that's Roger. Sad, you can you be too. part of this, yeah. too. You know. All right, so, <laughs> Blue, Blue, where can the people find you? Um, on Instagram, it's at BlueValentineDTX. On Twitter, it's BlueDTX. I dyed it, like, two shades darker, yeah. I like it. Thanks. Sorry. But then on, yeah, I guess that's about it. Okay, and what about in person? Come see Blue Valentine um, where? You can see me at JR's Dallas and the Rose Room occasionally, you know, like that's where I'm on cast. But otherwise, whatever brunch flyer that I put on my story is whatever I'm on. So, yeah. yeah. She's around. You, I'll just, I'm bouncing around. You can see me literally whenever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You can see her when you book her. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> book a queen. Book a queen. Uh, well, uh, everyone, so great. You can uh, follow us, Apple Music, Spotify, rate, review, drop questions on in our Instagram. We'll answer them. Yeah, throw some you know? questions. And you can follow us on Instagram at Queer Context, Q-U-E-E-R-C-O-N-T-X-T. Thank you so much, Blue Valentine. Thank you. For being I'm, here. Yeah. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.